Hi, this is Corwin. And I'm James. And welcome to This, this Movie's Gay. Why'd you oh say it at God. the same time? I... This Movie's Gay. Oh. Welcome to This Movie's Gay. <laughs> James we... always gives me gruff about messing up the intro because I'm always like, hi guys. No, but the main <laughs> thing about messing then... up intros is either you will say this and this is this and movie's this is, gay. Yeah. Or when I say it, you will then say it with I me. I haven't said it with you in forever. Well, yeah, because I edit that one out. It's It's been forever. <laughs> hey. And then you just have to say it at the same time. We've done 27 of these. Could it really be forever? People are going to start thinking we purposefully mess up this in I order mean, I to... I mean, I definitely do sometimes. Wait, you purposefully mess it up to yes. be able to have this cheeky banter up front? No, but Ooh, just to mess it up. Cheeky AF. It can, can I do a follow-up from last week? Yeah. I'll make it quick. Okay. So, of course, I, I did some math. We were saying from last week's movie, Pride, there was only one African or black British person. That is also the term they use. Uh, at least that's what Wikipedia says. Black British. That's instead of African-American, they say black British. Okay. It's it's cheeky over the pond. And this, is, I, I did math. I did research to figure out the population of black British during the 85 era and mm -hmm. then how many people were at the pride parade and here is what i found out in 81 this is the only this was the only census that i saw around this time and then there was also legislative put in during that time to try to stop immigration from africa so uh -huh. it it should remain fairly the same in 81 the population of black british was 1.2% of all of the United Kingdom. Uh-huh. So if we think of one in five people are gay, that would be 0.024% would be black British. Then in 85, the parade had around 10,000 attendants, meaning 240 would statistically be black. Uh, but of course, like this is, this is not correct this is just math yeah you're like, just you're just taking some, percentages some could be straight people coming in there uh, however it could even be less because like our culture i know this from the rewind that i produce it's a podcast it is harder in the african-american community to come out as gay than it is in the white community so it could be less but there's you're making a, a movie in God dang, 2000-whatever-it-came-out. You should have had more representation. So guess what? Pride. Uh, we should come up like a... We're calling you out. We should come up with like a... A thing. Represented. Ooh, that's what... Uh, <laughs> you don't it get the stamp like, of representation. Oh my God. I mean, and you're, you're also just looking specifically at the black British population. You're not looking at other people of color um, yes. that could have been present. So there's a lot of different cultures present in the united kingdom so it's missing all of I those mean, as well based off from uh yeah 1.2 percent uh, i mean if, if, we're, if we're still we're basically we're missing a lot of people united kingdom's need, real white that's what i'm <laughs> saying guys so yeah great but yes great follow-up i did um, math and more to say please Put more representation in your movies we love that you've got queer representation but there are also queer people of color um, that should be represented as well, especially in something historical like that. But we can also acknowledge that the UK has a tendency for movies in general to not acknowledge that people of color exist oh, in yes. the UK. Also, but they do. I and they have. I did read in further. I'm glad you brought this up. I read that people with Stonewall was in the UK, right? No, no. Uh, that was the United States. Yes, that was New York. Uh, but still, the Stonewall movie. I think they put one out or documentaries. Yes. They whitewashed they, those. Yeah, they as did. Well. They so, didn't even include Marsha Johnson. And, yeah, there's. Like, yeah, there's I read a lot. that as well. Uh, yeah. Even in the UK, it gets whitewashed. So yeah, but I tried to look further into it, and I didn't see anyone like of of note but i remember you saying that a lot of this was just like there weren't specific names of a lot of the people who were in yeah that. the little documentary that this was that pride was based off of, or pride got its information from to then create a story around that happenstance was a documentary that didn't have names 
attached to it or anything. They had like maybe one or two names that they were able to, yeah. to get from that that a- short and it was probably the documentary thing. Two so. people that we got like a hey, and this is what happened after the movie ends. Well, they what they did is they got the name from the person that you know made the little sh- short film thing or whatever, uh, and then they got uh, Jonathan his name from that. And then from Jonathan, they got other people, okay. including the guy that was, including all the people that are like, this person later did this, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, and the woman that went to parliament as well. Okay. All of that came from finding someone, Jonathan, I think, and then going from there. Corwin, this is what I'm going to do. Last thing. I'm going to make, uh, either I'll get a real stamp, but I think I can do it with graphic design. Make like, it says represented, and then we'll put a stamp on movie covers of the movies we do that have representation. Represented, and that's the the golden seal of approval. (laughs) Except it'll probably be like red ink, not gold. All right. Now that we've spent that time going over that, uh, we actually have seven minutes. We're good. uh, So the movie this week, we did a movie that's very special to me because my birthday is actually this. Oh, uh, I wanted to sing a happy birthday royalty free song for you. It's, uh, you know, it'll be two days before, you know, this will be released. And then two days later will be my birthday. So you can wish me happy late birthday if you'd like. Wait, I thought your birthday's... It's Saturday, the 25th, May 25th. Yeah, but we release on Monday. Monday. So you two said days two days after, after Monday. Yeah, two days after Monday. Would be two a days Wednesday. before Monday. Oh, okay. Oh, thank you. Two, two days after my birthday will be Monday. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Corwin, this doesn't make sense. I'm doing the math. Are we in Twilight Zone? Oh, my zone? God. Um, Our so day's math. The, Let us know, guys. <laughs> <laughs> There's a scale. There's either <laughs> Newton or someone that can't do any math. I don't know a good example for that. Um, but, but we did uh, the movie Love, Simon. Uh, it's a very special movie to me. Um, I've seen it in theater. I saw it in theaters three or four times. I've seen it many times since then. I own the movie on Amazon. It's a beautiful thing. And today with us, we have a special guest, a dear, dear friend of mine. <laughs> hey there. <laughs> and your name My is... My name is Nina. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're going to do what we normally do with guests, but you're a little more prepared because you watched bit. the movie with me the first time I saw this movie. Yeah. You are going to give us a quick synopsis of the movie. Yeah, you. Oh, gay. Oh, oh God. All I, right. w- I would also like to say that <laughs> Nina also brought the book this is based off from. Nina also I brought did. the book. She... <laughs> I've read it once, but then also went to the library yesterday and got it and re- like sped read through it. <laughs> over the yeah. last 24 hours so that I could prepare. Can you tell us the title of that book? Yes. So the book is called Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda. Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda. Yeah, but Ooh, also kind of... a sci-fi movie too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Simon versus the Humans. Yes. Is yeah. re- pretty much what it is. Yeah. Um, but the synopsis. Okay. So 17-year-old Simon Spear... Uh, is living with his family very normally, whatever, going to high school very normally. And then, uh, but he has this huge secret that he's living with and it's kind of weighing on him as it does. And he kind of goes through the motions, finds out that there's a kid at school who's gay and he relates to that. And so he sends an email very courageously reaching out to him, kind of like, hey, what's up? And they kind of have an email correspondence. And so that's kind of what this... Uh, movie is about and trying to figure out who this gay kid at school is who you know he's trying to yeah they don't know out. because it's the email comes from this blog where yeah. this okay. anonymous person with the email posts that they have this huge secret and blah 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 <laughs> and they're gay and simon takes the email from the blog post and emails that immediately and is like Hello. <laughs> I also have a huge ass secret. Creek secret is clearly on Tumblr and yeah. this Definitely. entire blog violates their terms and conditions. Mm-hmm. You cannot have this. Well, hmm. it happened. I throw it out. Tumblr <laughs> Tumblr doesn't know what's going on. I mean, Tumblr also <laughs> has an issue even uh, adhering adhering to their policy of no nudity unless it's artistic and stuff like that. Like they 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 can't run their their blogs. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Nicole so. and I thought this one blog called "Your Dick Looks Great in Those Heels." It's just dudes putting 
their penises in high heel oh, shoes. Uh-huh. That's and weird. it's hilarious because of the captions they put on it. <laughs> and w- I was like, oh, you want to know what sucks about this going away is that, uh, like, all nudity is that this blog's not going to be on there. I guess it's artistic because it's it is still artistic. there. It's amazing, guys. It's Check an art it project. out. <laughs> I'll get right on that. Not at work. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's a that's a pretty good, succinct, uh, nice short little guy. Synopsis. Yeah. yeah, good job. Thank you. Very proud of you. <laughs> Usually we like put people on the spot and do it, and they're like, ah, 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 ah. And then they um, continue to just go scene by scene, and I'm like, guys, yeah. I'm thinking I'm like, as a producer quick, right now. <laughs> quick synopsis. So yeah, that was that was really good. So this movie is, I love it. It's actually. So it's one of the first books that I read uh, that was one of those coming-of-age books um, that was also queer. I'm going to cut that out. So it just says, it was one of the first books I read. And it's like, (laughs) Corwin, this came out recently. (laughs) Um, I don't read. Uh, How dare you? (laughs) Um, That shouldn't be a point of pride. (laughs) So uh, I, and anyone that knows me knows that I read like 300 books a year. (laughs) I was going to say. Too many. So... (laughs) Yeah, it's one of the first queer coming-of-age books that I read. It really stuck with me. I tried to get a lot of people into it. I don't know if anyone read it. Uh, I know Nina did. Uh, I don't know if I told Nina to read it. Um, I don't know. I know that I always put it on my list of things to read when people ask for things to read. So after I read that, then eventually there was this trailer for uh, Love, Simon, and we actually saw the movie poster when we went and saw Black Panther in theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since I saw that, I was like, oh my God, they're doing a movie about it? And had to look it up and all of that. And I made Nina go with me to see that movie at 10 a.m. Absolutely. Uh, because <laughs> I had to work that day. So <laughs> I went in and saw that movie and walked to work. It was beautiful, wonderful day. And then I proceeded to see it two more times in the theater. Yeah. I've and only I seen Rocky Horror that many times in a theater. I, I was like, I want this movie to do super well. I want yeah. mainstream media to see that this movie is profitable in a way that they can make more stories like this. Because, you know, once we're talking about making movies in Hollywood and stuff like that, the bottom line is how much money is it going to make? Mm-hmm. So something like this, I'm like, let me throw my money down as much as I can. That's yeah. why I keep renting Gay Bed and Breakfast of oh Terror. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the great thing about this movie in theaters as well is a lot of um, LGBT actors and people, famous people, were actually renting out theaters to... Mm-hmm see this movie they're renting out theaters and allowing people to go in that you know necessarily wouldn't have the money for it mm-hmm. to go and see it uh, i think jennifer garner did yeah i, think uh, neil I know patrick neil harris. patrick harris yeah. did and probably way more people that i just didn't google right before <laughs> this so um yeah it's and it's one of those things it's like this is a beautiful movie to watch and i know that some people do have issues with it um, I can't think of their issues off the top I got of my head. Some. We know. Besides James's <laughs> issues of it, but like actual issues. A lot of them, I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, it, I mean, it's just like, you know, a little cutesy movie. It's not uh, significant, but I find a lot of significance in it. Yeah. Uh, so that's And it why is I still cutesy. It's yeah, cutesy like, and, and significant. So. And I don't need all of my, uh, you know, heartfelt, beautiful gay movies to have one of the love interests die and like, <laughs> right. you know, all this other stuff. I would love a nice rom-com and yeah. that's what this does. Yeah. So. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. James, let's get started with your issues because I have yeah. a lot of notes. All right. We just want to know. We want to know. This is an issue I have with the genre. Okay. Because Nicole watches a lot of them, and it's specifically coming-of-age movies where the Smiths will be in the soundtrack. (laughs) Dialogue like, we're best friends. You know what we do. We drink too much iced coffee. We watch really bad 90s movies, and we gorge on carbs. I don't want it. Just it, it, immediately, I was like, "Oh fuck, I'm gonna hate this movie." But no, I loved it. Uh, but I audibly was writing down something, and I was like, "Ugh." And I had another thing: if someone masturbates into a pool, you don't need to drown it. Drain it. Oh yes, uh, j- you're gonna drain, drown it. the pool. Yes. No, you're the chlorine is drowning the spermies. That's what I'm trying to say. Chlorine will sterilize anything. And I believe that if someone, unless it's diarrhea, if someone poops into a pool, <laughs> draining it is only for show. You could scoop that out and the chlorine will 
will do the trick. There was a frog in our pool. And when we went to scoop it out, it just dissolved. <laughs> if chlorine is going to completely sterilize to the point of nothingness, a a like a, I think a your thing, pool had too much chlorine in it. it was, I just want to say that. I would, first also, of all. I would also like to say this. It was as we were like opening it up for the summer. It, oh, it, so you definitely it had too much it, chlorine in it. It no, was just like loaded with chlorine. Oh no 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 no. Uh, it it was probably there for a really long time. Oh, okay. It could have also just been the water that did it, and it died there, but. Chlorine will evaporate a frog. It's poopies and semen's gonna be fine in there, guys. I mean, <laughs> at the, I think you know, the janitor's like, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take care of that. Maybe they <laughs> this, had to drain it anyway for another reason. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Well, and I it, think <laughs> the reason is that that was happening. So the school is like a pool. That's no longer gonna be happening. So they drained the pool so that the students couldn't use it anymore. Oh, I was gonna say I maybe show in a lesson. Yeah, like yeah, maybe them a drain it. Start skateboarding in it. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what happened no. at school. Because mm. riding <laughs> pool is getting super popular these days. Because no. you can do street and vert stuff in it. Oh my god, he's a nerd. Cool. For skateboarding. We, I, I've been really getting into skate videos again. <laughs> uh, what were your other issues? Yeah. Uh, it looks like you have some. Th those were my two <laughs> major issues. Okay. And the, uh, well, one right off the, like I said it many times, Martin should have just gotten punched in the face. He had no, there should have, there also shouldn't have been that I know like no one gave him the satisfaction when he came up at the end and said, I'm the gay one. And it's like, no, you're not. And he's like, oh, I just uh, this was feeling cringy. And it's like, this is your fault, dude. Go hop on a carnival ride that breaks down and ends up with you getting maimed. <laughs> like that <laughs> like that one that happened at Michigan's Adventure. Oh, my oh, God. Boy. Tragedy here. Uh, oh, and then Jennifer Garner as a fun mom does never work with me, which she, she was only for like her first four lines was trying to seem like a quick and quirky mom. And, but she was reading her lines. Like she was in Gilmore girls, but did not understand you were supposed to be quirky. That's what was coming across when she was talking. But I'm going to disagree with no, you. No, there. I am flabbergasted. Those, no, <laughs> I love her. But after those four lines, she was perfect. No, even mm. those like the beginning lines. I loved her. The where he was like, "Oh, don't tell me that I need to eat breakfast yeah, no. or whatever." And she's like, "Actually, I was gonna say your LDL cholesterol, right?" And blah yes, blah blah. Yes, that's a Gilmore Girls line <laughs> with no quirk. I loved how she did that, and it set off the bat. It put the precedent that her character is an intelligent person. Yeah. Um, she's someone who um, might be in the health field, and we find out later she is. She's a psychiatrist. And which so after like, after I learned that I enjoy when she was going at things as like, hey, mom, we're not one of your patients that I enjoyed. Mm -hmm. But right off the bat, no. See, hmm. I think that right yeah. off the bat, that set the precedent for her character, what she was going to be. So that's why I enjoyed it. I didn't take any offense to it. Yeah. Um, I think she played it very well. I mean, I love her. And one of the one of the best moments in the actual movie is her telling Simon that he can excel now. That yeah. was yeah, everywhere. Yeah, after this movie when she started. does, you know, heartfelt, dramatic stuff, she's fantastic. I, she just seems like a fun sucker to me. <laughs> like in real life, I think, she, I, think that, I think that's your your personal holdup, James. Yeah. I think I think that's I think that's just on you. I don't think that's anywhere anyone else. I also do hear bad things about her because, like, well, not bad things, but wow. like Kevin Smith is like. Yeah, she she doesn't like me. She thinks I'm not funny and she's just she doesn't let me hang out with Ben Affleck anymore pretty much and it's like, "Oh man, that so? sucks." So She seems like a fun sucker. She's probably like Kevin Smith. Right. Like, I mean, no one can see you shake your head, Corwin. Shake my head. <laughs> I mean, I can definitely, you know, I I wouldn't blame her for that, honestly. Yeah, the other thing is, like, I don't really know who she is in real life, but based on this movie, I know yeah. I want her to be my mom. I yeah. love how, like, open she is and intelligent and, I don't know, she stands up for her kids and she's like... Yeah, Snow. all of those. Yeah. But you did not say, I love how fun she is. But, I but when she was trying she to yeah. be fun, no, except when she was trying to, like, dissect them. But maybe that wasn't hmm. fun in her mind. It's 
fun in other people's minds. I mean, I don't like I also oh, th- don't know where you're trying to say where where you're saying that she was like trying to be a fun mom. And right th- those first four lines, that first scene, breakfast. It seemed like she was trying to be a fun mom. I didn't even, and you know like what? That, that actually also yeah. might be coming from like Simon when he's trying to like tell you about his family. And, okay. You know, oh, you yeah, know yeah, coming yeah. definitely coming from that yeah. angle of like, you know, my mom, we're cool. She's just like, she you was know. the high school yeah. valedictorian and mm-hmm. my dad was the uh, quarterback. And yeah, they got married and no, they didn't. Did he say that was like a typical relationship? No, he, okay. he was... He was saying, well, he was saying that, like, it was a typical thing where people are like, oh, you know, they peaked in high school. But right. he's like, no, they didn't peak in high school. It's just been them. This is what they're, they are. They're, they're great. They're great together. Okay. Because I, I, I was like, wait, dude, normally the valedictorian and the football quarterback. <laughs> well, it's like saying, like, the popular people. I think it was trying right. to say she was popular. So. Okay. It's like, you know, the TV tropes. James is just looking at me with a blank look. Like, oh, yeah. I don't think he watches TV. Oh, no. I, uh, just, besides... I just had a mind blank. <laughs> well, because I was thinking of a very sad thing and then... Oh, my God. Relating to the valedictorian of, of my high school. All right. Were those all your notes? Uh, well, no. I have more notes, but... Oh, uh, Nazis? I've never seen Cabaret. What is this? Are there Nazis in Cabaret? And do they make out, or was that just in this? That was just the students. Those are the students, yeah. Yeah. Who were just not paying attention to anything. Also, you see them in the beginning when we're, like, introduced to the high school, and they're making out on the lawn. Okay. So, like, they're they're just making out every scene that you see them. Absolutely. Because I was like, what is cabaret if this is what it is? And how is it popular? I feel like a really terrible theater person. I work in theater, and I'm like, I I also, like, I know know of cabaret, and I know some of the songs. Yeah, I think there are. There's um, gotta be. It is a yeah. I mean, it does take place in a, a German nightclub yeah. like that. And yeah, so yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm also a terrible theater person in that. I didn't get into musical theater until college. Yeah. So I know nothing for that. But yes, there are Nazis. Oh okay. yes, yes. <laughs> what else do I have? We debated throwing parties in high school. Mm. On I don't think. A party with that many teens clearly drinking out in the open in a suburban setting. None of them were. So that's why I mentioned in the the party scene, all of them out in the open is like in their backyard. But it looks like a big enclosed backyard. That's like a mansion. You would still hear music. Not if it's like big and enclosed like that. But we also didn't hear any music in the backyard. I think the music that we were hearing to set the mood of like the playing, I think that was intended to be the music because people are dancing in the background. Well, there's like people right by the pool dancing, but that's it. Like the people in the background Mm -hmm. way back there, they're just like sitting and talking. Yeah, they're wallflowers. Yeah, like but no, not the even the ones movie. that are like wallflowers. It's, it's like literally just those people by the pool that are dancing. I was also going to say those neighbors might be like cool with it. They might be yeah, like, okay. oh, or they might not be there. Bram yeah. and those, you but know, then Cor- Corwin said a very surprising thing <laughs> that Corwin threw parties I in high school. I didn't throw parties. Oh, I've, okay. How you, how <laughs> you said worded I've that. I've been to parties like that where there were no issues with the neighbors. Oh, I thought you said I've had parties like that. No. Okay. No, I didn't throw parties. I would never throw a party because my friends were anxious in my house because it was so neat. (laughs) (laughs) I had a friend who was like, oh, yeah, I stopped going over to your house because I felt like I couldn't even walk. I moved too much and we were too poor to throw parties. Hey, man, all you need is some uh, red solo cups and a... Mm. A, a bottle of Jaeger. You got a party on your hand. A big ass in party house. I was going to say I had that and some like deck of cards and we got crazy. And I feel like the neighbors didn't care. And we were out on the porch. We threw yeah. chairs through the like the wood. Like we broke the porch with chairs and nobody ever called the cops Someone on should have called the cops on that. <laughs> 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 there were parties at my like aunts and uncles that I went to where there were not not a lot of adult supervision. It's like literally just them and then a bunch of teenagers. Yeah. But their house is in the middle of nowhere. I was so gonna there's say, not a lot. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I grew Minnesota. up in the country. Yeah. So. Minnesota, we were in like the forest in the middle of the yeah. forest with like a bag of wine and a bonfire going. Like, yeah. Cool. They, they have like, uh, <laughs> they have like Halloween parties and they've got like a trail through the woods behind, uh, behind their house. So like we would be set up in the woods just like, you know, yeah, doing <laughs> scary shit. 
do anything. Uh, yeah, that's so. Growing up in the middle of nowhere is a different, uh, different theme for that. Mm-hmm. You can have big parties and no one cares. Big ass in party house. Yeah. Anything else? Anything else? Let me check. Yeah, Corwin's it is like James. Just get done with your fucking notes so we can <laughs> we can really talk. <laughs> they did say, hey, at my other school when. Someone called someone gay. That would be settled with a knife fight. Yes, and it Mm -hmm. should be settled with a knife fight, a.k.a. an ambush knife fight. Yeah. Someone calls you gay, guess what? Uh, And being mean about it, go up to them when they're not looking and just uh, stab them. I mean, don't stab someone. I'm not really telling people to do this, but stab them in the side and and flee away. James wants people to shank people. Here's the thing. As as much as you want to, too. You know, you can't fight fire with fire. You gotta, like, you try and have a peaceful... For the most part. I mean, There are lines. Hit them with a skateboard deck, which is, I think, even worse than a... Uh, especially if it's trucks down, please, please never hit anyone with a skateboard deck trucks down. All right. <laughs> but then that gay kid then is, is then the bully with the knife or the skateboard trucks down. You know, it's just like, it's, that's not, that doesn't represent very, very good things. No, no, <laughs> that's bad talk guys. If someone's being mean to you, we, we've seen it. Laws aren't working. Punch someone in the face, punch a bigot in the face. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. Uh, yeah. Do it. Also, yeah. remember, as I said last time, if I entice a riot, clearly it was going to happen before. I can't entice anything. Um. Great. Loved it. Uh. Let me. I'm pushing you through notes because we because I have I, three pages. Corwin, I guess, wants to yell at tweens. Doesn't care what the situation is. Oh my god. He just got Wait, outed. Mm. So she was twelve. So what happens is. Uh-huh. He gets outed. He just finds out, is literally on his computer, just hangs up with his friend, his best friend, who mm-hmm. he's known for 13 years, and just is, he cannot function. He cannot think. He can't breathe. He's trying to figure out what to do, uh, what's happening, because he's about to lose not only his anonymity, anonymity, whatever. Anonymity. An- anonymity. Yeah. That one. We mm-hmm. all said it three different ways, <laughs> but you, Nina's is correct. His anonymous nature in being in high school, he's outed publicly. So there's that trauma of that when he wasn't ready yet. He doesn't know what's going to happen. He's seen people bully uh, the other guy, Ethan, Ethan. Yep. in high school. Jinx. So he doesn't know what's going to happen there. He is afraid of losing Blue because of the emails and stuff. And he knows Blue doesn't want to tell him who he is. So he's afraid that, you know, if he gets outed and he becomes this public target, that Blue is not going to own up to who he is and is just going to ghost him. Yeah. So he's he's going through all of that, and at that same moment, his little sister comes in, who he has established it. Uh, she is annoying sometimes. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we can find our siblings annoying, but still, but he uh, loves them. Yes. Yeah. So that happened, and then his little sister comes in and is like. Oh, I told them to take. I, you know, got them to take it down. They're gonna take it down. And he's like, "Why does that matter? Mm-hmm. That it's already out there. It has already happened. The damage has been done." So her solution, while it's great, she's trying to help him. It's not something that he can process at the moment. It's not something that he can deal with mm-hmm. because that's just such a traumatizing thing. And I think happen. in that moment too, he's also get, receiving text messages from his friends, oh, yeah. and he's just friends, like everyone is horrified, trying to having a him. panic yeah. attack. Like, what the hell is happening? Straight up panic. Yell attack. at so the him. friends. Don't yell at the tween. Hey, it's a sister I, though. She, I yell at my sister. sister. Like, we whatever. yell at our siblings. It happens. And, like, oh God, I wish I could yell at my brother. I haven't talked to him in five years. I haven't talked to my little sibling in, in years, but <laughs> I definitely yelled at them then. Yeah. How how have we not? Well, yeah, I haven't talked to my sibling in years, actually, because my younger sibling tried to publicly out me. Oh. Like, literally did that. Oh, I have no after, idea why my brother like, stopped talking to me. After already having conversations with, like, my parents, who are very conservative and stuff, uh, my mom specifically about where I was romantically and sexually and all that stuff, and, like, sort of establishing this place where, you know, if I am in a romantic relationship, I will let her know. But until then, I'm kind of doing my own thing. So it was just kind of in that situation. My younger sibling flunked out of college. And my mom and I talked about it at one point. And I knew that my sibling made multiple Fs, like a lot. She 
they straight up fail. How many siblings do you have? I have an older brother and a younger sibling. Okay. I, I will tell you why I'm referring to them as younger siblings soon. But basically, my younger sibling flunked out of college. My younger sibling was also came out as a lesbian in high school, knew how that affected their relationship with my mom and my stepdad and everything. Uh, so Wait, you have a... St- your parents are divorced? I feel like I yeah, don't know My parents you. are divorced. So <laughs> my younger sibling knew the trauma of that, knew how that would affect them and all of that. But they still took that opportunity. The reason they did it is because they flunked out of college or whatever. I talked to my mom at one point whenever they were, you know, doing all that. And my mom was like, oh, your, your younger sibling flunked out of college. And I was like, yeah, they did. And they're like, or did... They drop out. And I was like, no, they failed a class and quit after that. My younger sibling then tried to go tell my mom that they didn't flunk out of college and just quit. And my mom was like, stop lying to me. I know. I already know that you flunked out. And my sibling was like, well, I'm not even the biggest liar in the family. Corwin is. And my mom was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, Corwin's gay, mom. Like that. And my mom, it was after I moved to Chicago, my mom immediately called me sobbing on the phone. That is what my younger sibling did. That's why I don't speak to them. I'm calling them my younger sibling now because since then, apparently they have come out as trans. Okay. Uh, and I thought you were going to say they've come out as older than me. No. <laughs> they've come out as trans, so they say that they are, I don't know if they use they or he pronouns. Yeah. So I don't know. I've spoken to them briefly once on my birthday Either last year, I think the year before last, they called me at like 2 a.m. I didn't know who it was. I answered the phone and they were like, Hi, it's your your sister or your brother. I don't know what you've heard. <laughs> I just wanted to say happy birthday. I don't know why you talk, don't talk to me anymore. Um, all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't talk to you because you're selfish and I don't need that in my life. Bye. Um, and then they sent me a 10 like screenshots worth of text about how not selfish they are. Mind you, that's on my birthday. So wait, they sent you screenshots of text. No, to like prove? they sent me texts, and then I went to take screenshots of them to send to oh, my oh, best ten, friend. Okay, that and it makes was sense. ten screenshots, and I have a big phone. That's a big ass screen. I thought that they was were a lot saying, of fucking words. Like <laughs> here in other conversations, it's clear that I'm no, not selfish. No, they sent me <laughs> paragraphs. They sent me an essay about how not selfish they are on my birthday. I'm like, well, fuck off. So I haven't spoken to them since then. My sister did something like that, but in a very smaller sense. She got caught smoking weed, and then to deflect some of the attention, she said that I've smoked weed before, even though I had quit. And then uh, and we all got grounded for like a year. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, how, how, can you, how can you come out and then do, do something like that no, to someone else? No, it's super shitty, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the shittiest thing that probably has been done to me in a minute. Um, not ever in my life. There's definitely been more shitty things, but definitely shitty enough that I'm like, I'm not speaking to them anymore. And Mm -hmm. it's made me happier not to speak to them anymore. So maybe they'll hear this and finally get an explanation for why I don't speak to them since they're so stuck up their own ass that they don't (laughs) realize what they've done. And please start listening. We need the (laughs) listeners. (laughs) But your guys' notes, I'm I'm done. Yeah. Great traumatic story. But uh, that ties into the thing that has happened that happened with Simon in the movie. Uh, that's a fantastic story. Like I, I'm, I've, I'm getting to know you. I know that's getting the point of this, James. Um, about you, <laughs> the world's getting to know me. Oh, so <laughs> love that song, Nina. <laughs> See, <laughs> I don't I'm even a little bit of a theater kid. Yeah, love you so much. <laughs> so. Yeah, Simon, I definitely, and that's another reason that this movie resonates with me so much is because a lot of the times that in my life that people have found out that I'm queer have been not of my choosing. So that's why I'm very, I'm very like reserved in telling people sometimes because a lot of it has been, I have been outed and that's why I resonate with Simon so much. And especially that scene where he just like screams at Martin and you hear the first F-bomb in the movie with fuck off Martin because he says that, you know, that was his thing. It's supposed to be mm-hmm. his choice. He's supposed to be able to to be the one to yeah, say to- who knows and, and when they know. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that was taken away from him by Martin. So I, I get the trauma of that. Yeah, but that F-bomb should have been a fist bomb. I mean, I definitely would have punched Martin. Absolutely. I thought and there you were going to say I was where, going to punch my sibling. Where, Did you punch um, your sibling? I have not. I have literally not seen them since I moved to Chicago. Okay. Oh, yeah. Not because, all right, physically that may, oh, yeah. seen them. Do not want to physically see them. Because he's got two of these. I'm kidding. <laughs> I do not speak for Corwin. Um, he held up his fists. He, so everybody James knows. Uh, no, people James. know when I say on my podcast, when it's either <laughs> middle fingers or fists. That cool. If I say two of these, they, <laughs> they can ins- either works. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I definitely would have punched, punched Martin. Uh, there was definitely a time where yeah. it looked like Simon was about to throw down, uh, when the bullies, definitely with were, the bullies, yeah, were doing their dance mm-hmm. for him and Ethan, yeah. And Simon's like, You got something to say to me? I know. Uh, and then Miss Albright's like, Miss Albright's like, I'm gonna fuck you up with my it. words. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I got this, yeah, rolls up her <laughs> sleeves. That's Honestly, watching the movie in theaters three times was worth it just for that specific scene. Yeah. With her going, I got this. Yeah. I'm going to get my tubes tied. <laughs> like, she's uh, she's so good. Uh, and James, when he saw this scene, he was like, they would get suspended for that. And then, like, she comes up and starts yelling. And he's like, she's going to get suspended <laughs> for that. And then they say, you can't talk to me like that. And, and she she's goes, like, I can. Because I just <laughs> I did. did. Yeah. Because you're those two little shits. Assholes. The assholes, yeah. yeah I don't think they can assholes. say shit on a PG-13. Well, uh, oh, wait, really? Uh, no, I'm... I don't <laughs> I know. Like, Actually, the, MPA, the, the MPAA can do whatever they want. They, True. I have... I did speeches in college about them because I was. it's very frustrating. Have you seen um, the Adam Ruins Everything about that, too? I have not, but... He, he brings light to that yeah, a lot. A lot. I, I talked about it in my speeches, too. I looked up a lot of it and just a lot of personal experience. Like I mentioned, um, it, while we were watching this movie, there's like a Taylor Lautner movie where he's practically having sex on screen with a girl, and that movie is still PG-13, but a gay couple can't kiss without it being yeah. bumped up to something. I mean, I'm glad this movie wasn't, but... Mm-hmm. A girl can... A girl can die on her birthday many, many times, constantly <laughs> getting murdered. PG-13. It's very shitty. It's, it's very because shitty. the MPAA, it's the movies governing movies. Yeah. So if they want a movie to be more successful, hey, it would do better as a PG-13. Let's just slap that on it. Yeah, that the scenes that resonate with me, that one, the him yelling at Martin... And the car scene, mm-hmm. that's like such a quintessential like coming out scene. Like yeah. that's that's a thing. It's a th- it ha- it happens to so many people. Yeah. Um, I've come out to people in a car like that. It's always very awkward like that. It's and the movie just captured it so beautifully. Yeah. Um, I love that it just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. And, it, he, and he just and he felt that it was right. He just he yeah. he was like Abby's the person I'm going to do this with right now, and I'm going to mm-hmm. do it right. Right now, right now, all over this car. Yeah, um, yeah. So, what what are some some like thoughts and experiences you have with like the movie that um, resonate with you, Nina? I mean, I really just really kind of love the first the first thing we hear out of Simon's mouth that I'm just like you. Yeah, um, I think that in and of itself is like just a beautiful thing. I'm just like you, and he is. He's a normal person, you know. He's not crazy. He's not. I don't know. I, I just I just love that he's just like us. And he's gay, and that's okay. And I, I, I kind of throughout that movie, I just that keeps yeah. coming back to me. I'm just like you. I do love that. <laughs> <laughs> your notes, you got. Your I notes. know I got all these notes, and you got um, notes from the book. Oh my god, you. Got I so know. Many I notes. think. Yeah, I definitely think with the book, the movie seems to be a lot more romanticized than the book was. Yes. In in a lot of different ways, actually, um, especially with the friends and Simon's relationship with them, and oh yeah, and definitely with Blue in it of itself. I think. The the book actually was a lot more romantic with them. There is a lot of sexual innuendo in their emails, um, which I kind of <laughs> missed out on this uh, in the movie. And I wish that they had gone there, but that probably would have bumped the rating up to yeah. like, you know, M.A. or something. Um, but I really I really kind of missed that um, and how they relate in that way. I do kind of love the little things that they bond over. I love their Oreos. Like Halloween Oreos yes. are the best. So, so that kind good. of... <laughs> uh, I do really they taste that. any different? Are they an orange flavor? They're not orange flavor. They're, they're just... They're 
plain Halloween. Oreo flavor. They're just yeah. Halloween oh, or orange. Oreo, you got to step it up this year. You can, mm-hmm. you do red. Ve- have you had the red velvet Oreos? I have, but oh my God. there's Oreos a difference between the normal Oreos and the orange Oreos. There's a difference. There is, and it's slight. It's sli- you just, but it's also the festivity. Yeah, <laughs> like, knowing that they're Halloween. And Nina loves Halloween. I do. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> Come on she now. Has, she has a jack o' lantern right by her. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Um, also, I love the soundtrack of this movie. Yeah, it's definitely it's really like fr- from the get go. I love it. I <laughs> I listen to it often on my days. You know, <laughs> I'm on the train, just be bopping around. Beautiful. I have like so many things. I wrote down so much just because like I could talk about this movie for days. Yeah, like there's just so much. One thing that I do want to talk with you about is the the friends, like yeah, the relationship between Simon yeah. and the friends, and how that affects uh, Martin blackmailing him. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, if, if someone was blackmailed and they were one of your good friends, mm-hmm. one of your best friends in the, Let's say the you. area, me, I was, being, <laughs> I was being blackmailed and the only thing the person wanted was to like have a chance to be in a relationship with you. And I, I'm not telling you, oh no, you should hook up with this guy. Right. I'm just... I'm just being like, hey, let's hang out. Mm-hmm. Oh, also this person's here. Yeah. How would, how would, yeah. So here's the thing. As when I'm reading the book, there's, a, I actually wrote the friggin' page number, but on page number uh, 261 in the book, Abby just t- tells Simon that you definitely get a pass when you're being blackmailed. Yeah. And so I really miss that in the movie. I know. That's, because that's, they just, yeah. I also just hate that they're in that little group and yeah. they kind of just like come for him. And in the, in the book, it's a little more, you know, Abby kind of, she is mad at Simon and she's kind of like, hey, you can't really dictate who I see and who I date. And that's my choice. And then, yeah. and and it's kind of during the play um, and she's like doing his makeup and she's like, and maybe tomorrow somebody else can do your makeup. I'm going to go this way. And so, you know, she kind of gives him a little bit of a cold shoulder yeah. and that's, you know, hey, that's a little more, um, a little better, I guess, than what happened in the movie where yeah. she's like, what did you do? And then and then she comes back later at the carnival and is like, you know what? You get a pass for being blackmailed because yeah. that's not cool. Now we're friends. And, and so did she even know like right away when they're putting the makeup on that he was like blackmailed? Uh, he's kind of telling her. Yeah. Uh, well, because Martin told her to. Yeah. Um, she's like, oh, so tell me about this Martin thing. And Simon's kind of like, oh, shit. Martin thing. How much did he tell you? And yeah. And so she kind of knows in that point. But. Yeah. yeah, I know that if I was ever in the situation and they were like good friend, like if I was in the situ- if I was in that exact situation yeah. and being blackmailed, I would be like, "Hey, Nina, I'm being blackmailed Absolutely. right now." And then we would take care of it, and probably with these like, two yeah. things. Yeah. You know these what I'm saying? Two. I would I would be upfront about it. I know, and yeah. I I don't know how I would be in high school though, like yeah. when I wasn't out and everything like that. I probably still would have told my best friend at the time, mm-hmm. um, who's still my best friend now. I don't know why I say it at the time. Uh, my friend Taylor. Mm-hmm. I probably would have told her, but at the same time, even if I didn't, yeah. I know that as soon as it was like, oh, he was being blackmailed, she would be like, all right, I'm going to fight this person. Totally. And I think um, too, because in the book as well, Nick is not a part of this. Simon doesn't really lie to Nick about yeah. Abby having a boyfriend. And so I kind of, I kind of, yeah. The, I'm like, I'm kind of mad at the movie for doing that and, and you know, and, and making it such a dramatic. And Nick's the one that like leads this little, this little thing against him. He's like, I know. come on, Leah, I'll bring you to school. What? And like, he's like, oh, why didn't you, you told me that she had a boyfriend and stuff. And it's like, you didn't date for like three months. Yeah. Like, it's just three months. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like he, him lying. Okay. It's shitty that he lied, but he was also yes. being blackmailed for right? it in such a way that he would have been outed to the whole school yeah. and how stigmatized that is, especially in America and everything like that. Like he's definitely got justification for it. And I, James has said in the past, something about people not apologizing uh, or that's not like a real apology and stuff. And in this movie, we just see Simon apologize to Leah, mm-hmm. but Abby, Nick, Leah, none of them apologized to Simon. Right. I mean, they were trying to be there for him mm-hmm. whenever he got outed, which also I'm like, y'all live down the street from him. Why didn't you just go to his house? And like, right. we are, right. we're here. You're, you're not, yeah. you're not avoiding us. You're yeah. not doing all that. We are here and we're here for you. Mm-hmm. I have, I have two things. One's a joke. Uh, in the beginning, <laughs> Since they all live close to each other, just meet in one f- one spot. Don't go into each other's driveways <laughs> to pick them up. Uh, but also, 
Obviously, they can because they met on that corner. Yes. And Martin's blackmail is fucked up because he said, hey, I just want your help to try and get a date with her. It was never in the stipulations that she needed to date him. Yeah. He tried and that's all he could do. He couldn't force her to date him. So why did he out him? Because oh yeah, because he, of the humiliation. He, because he got humiliated. Yeah. He wanted to fuck that kid. To, you know, pass it off on someone else. So he did it on Simon, and then he was like, "Oh, I feel bad because I didn't think they would do that." I'm not aware of situations. I'm not aware of how people shitty can be. I'm not aware that you know Ethan uh, gets bullied all the time, but Ethan, you know, takes it in stride and yeah. like snaps back at them. So I wasn't aware because I'm an idiot. That's Martin. Yeah, and I He's know the worst. And I know in the book too. I know I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I keep talking about do the it. book, but no, it's, do it. Um, Martin also has an older brother in the book who is gay. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And and so and you know and it, that's a little bit more present where the Waffle House guy is actually Martin's brother. brother. Okay. Um, and so Martin ends up writing an email to Simon and is like, "Hey man, I'm so sorry I did this. I was I can't find the page right now, but he kind of says like." My brother had just come out at home and it kind of caused a little bit of a, a stir in my home. And even though my family was very, you know, OK with it, um, we ended up uh, marching in the pride parade and we did all these things. And my brother just kind of wasn't excited that we did all these things. And so he was like, I was kind of trying to deal with how that happened and, you know, and how my family was dealing with that. And then he was like and then there's, you know, another paragraph where he goes on about how just like how desperate he was to date abby and you know and he's like i'm so sorry i did this but this is kind of my reasoning behind it and i know that um you'll never forgive me and that's not that's not what i want but i just want to say i'm sorry and so i know that that's something that kind of motivated martin's yeah what he did in the okay book. yeah which is still shitty don't very, blackmail yeah. people yeah, also very shitty don't do it but i know that there's a little more reasoning behind it in the book rather than the movie so yeah I uh, watching this movie, I'm always so mad at the friends because yeah. they don't like, yes, there's that surface level of them trying to support him in like texting him and stuff, but they've known each other. Abby and Leah have known Nick or have known uh, Simon mm-hmm. for, or no, not, not Abby. Leah Nick and, and Nick yeah. <laughs> have known Simon for 13 years and yeah. Abby's known him for six months, but she was the only one that knew he was gay. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have known him for 13 years and they're not going to go to his house. Mm-hmm. It's over Christmas break. Totally. I Or go see the parents and be like, hey, yeah, hey, hey, Jennifer Garner um, and Josh. I, you know, I need to talk to Simon. I know he doesn't really probably yeah. want to talk to anybody right now, but I need to talk to him. Yeah. Um, like, it's just there's just something there, like knowing someone that long, being supportive of them. Absolutely. Like and reaching out, even though that's not maybe what they want. But yeah, but still at least like checking in, I think, is yeah, and he like he know. avoided them and stuff, but they they don't do that. And as soon as they're like, "Oh, you stopped us from dating," they're like, you know, they turn against him, and then they yeah. don't apologize for that. And it's like he went through so much shit. So he much went through crap. a lot of traumatizing things, yeah. like in quick succession. And then you're gonna add on to that pile by just abandoning him. Yeah, and yeah, he's or making him feel shitty, like make, he did yeah, making him feel shitty, which know. he did do something wrong in lying. Yeah. But you're making him feel worse. And on top mm-hmm. of that, he's in a vulnerable state. And then yeah. he also has lost this guy that he was talking to that he thought he was in love with. Mm-hmm. And the only time that Leah like acknowledges that he was in love with. Yeah. The only time oh, yeah. that Leah acknowledges like that is when he like finally runs up to her and stuff. But she's not like, I'm so sorry for abandoning you while you were feeling like this. It was just, okay, tell me about him. Like, mm-hmm. no, say you're sorry. Yeah. Like, all of them needed to apologize. They did. Absolutely. I do love Abby. Um, and I like her in the books too. Yeah. Um, and I like her in the movie a lot. But that that one always rubbed me the wrong way because I'm like, I know all of my friends, and if I was in like a situation like that, I know that they wouldn't react in the same way. Yeah. So uh Yeah, I would have just been pissed that that they didn't tell me about the blackmail. The blackmail. Yeah, so I've been like, right. I, yeah. I'm mad you didn't tell me about the blackmail. I don't, I, I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. If you told me about the blackmail, I could have helped you. Yeah, because yeah. then I could have either gone along with the blackmail to the point where it seems satisfied and then end things right. to, to like really make sure the blackmail works. Yeah. And 
because especially with Martin, Martin would have fucked up immediately if if he had told Abby is her name, Allie, Abby, Abby would have dated Martin, and after a week he would have done one real like, oh this this needs to end right away. I like and that then you're giving like, him the week. Yeah, <laughs> and, didn't even not even date him, just take his phone, be like, oh hi, thanks Martin. Take his phone, delete the emails, and be like, oh, so you think oh, you're gonna yeah. blackmail my that friend? That would have been good. That would have been great. Think you're gonna blackmail my friend? My old school. This got settled with a knife fight. Guess what? Got a knife gonna settle it like a butterfly <laughs> knife don't know why those are gonna legal. say a butter knife i was like wow badass <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna carve your heart out with a spoon martin it's what you hurt. deserve it's gonna yeah. hurt rusty rusty spoon oh yeah. like salad fingers oh god oh boy yes exactly <laughs> so carve your heart out with wooden salad fingers oh no i was saying uh salad fingers likes to put his salad fingers on rusty spoons i don't know what salad fingers oh it was a newgrounds cartoon oh that's weird you don't you you guys um, seemed like you knew what you do i I know what it is but if he doesn't it's okay that's all right (laughs) it's it's pretty creepy um and a quick succession of notes he doesn't ever eat breakfast that's very relevant to my life i never eat breakfast when it's breakfast time i love breakfast foods it's always hours after breakfast that i eat them Mm. uh his like flirting with the guy i like your boots i like your boots what (laughs) okay bye (laughs) so funny uh his car i could smell that car because Mm. like you know those old cars with that Yep. That that seating and that vine, yep. it's just, you're like, I know what that is. And I actually, know what that in the like. books, it, Leah's car, his car, or not, yeah, Leah's car, his car, and I think uh, somebody else's car has like a distinct smell. And so yeah. it's like, yeah. You're like that, I, I, when you see that, I, it's such a visceral like smell from my childhood. I'm like, I know what no. that car smells like. <laughs> it smells like old French fries. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Too many kids were outside in the beginning of the movie, like outside of the school. Like yeah. who goes to school and there's like a bunch of kids out there? Never. How early is their school day? Because, you know... I had to go to school and be there at 7 a.m. Yeah. Ain't nobody out there at 7 a.m. Well, and I think this is like definitely going back to like the like movie, you yeah, know, movie versus, the movie versus, versus real, real life, life of like yeah. parties and school where everybody's hanging out. Got time to go out. and get an iced coffee. I did have that because there was a Starbucks on the way to my school. Right. Um, but like, but that's yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And did you guys watch bad 90s movies and gorge on carbs i um gorged on carbs um i was very chubby um oh, for sure still a little chubby um <laughs> yeah i love my carbs and Absolutely. uh no i didn't really binge bad 90s movies i mostly played video games because yeah. i again i moved a lot and uh didn't really like i i lost my my close neighbors um, once I hit like middle school, mm. so I I moved too often. I didn't get to like establish those like relationships um, very much. And then the when I was in high school, the or middle school and then beginning of high school, the guy that lived next across the street from me was also in our school, but he was a dick. So I hung out with him for a little while, and then I'm like, Nah, you're a dick. Mm-hmm. So I stopped. So I didn't have those like relationships to be able to be like, Oh, we're gonna gorge on carbs and watch 90s movies until like later in high school and then it just i lived too far away at that point it just wasn't a thing you were like my best friends kirby and mario they're gonna hang out with me all night no i was like my best (laughs) friends are on the internet oh yeah oh you played online games i played online games and then i also just had friends yeah yeah friends from the online games um, so I also, that feeling when Simon first writes the email where he's like, he gets up and he's like, oh yeah. yeah. I'm like, I've definitely had those because some of the first people that I came out to were online. So it was like, absolutely, you know, that one moment where you, you have to rev yourself up, you pace so that you can finally like type that saying that I'm gay and then send it. And then like the, the dread yeah. of like waiting for them to say something. Absolutely. And, and I- like, you can't see them. So you're just like are they ever going to talk to me again? Totally. Um, and I yeah. feel like that's honestly, that's like what modern day communication is. I feel yeah. like with texting, you text somebody and you're waiting and waiting and waiting. Yeah. But now you can see the ellipses. <laughs> I'll so say, I'll at, at least we have that. <laughs> at least I know they're thinking about it. Back in those aim days, you couldn't see those right. ellipses. And that's why I think I, I did make a note that I think it's just very courageous of him that like, yeah, he did this, set up the email, went through with it, press send. Like, Hey, that takes a lot of courage. And you know, yeah. even if he doesn't know who's on the other end, 
Yeah. It took a lot for him to do. Here's what you could have done back then. You could have found their email, created like a MySpace thing in order to fish them. Mm. And then you put a key logger, a virus, if you will, onto their computer so you can see in live time what they're typing. So then you would know That's when creepy, they're typing. James. I was nice and not creepy. Everyone wants to do it, guys. It, it, no. I was like, I don't know is, how. I totally, yes, <laughs> that's what I was just about to no. say. <laughs> no, I I can look up some nice tutorials on that, but I'm not going to do that. I had friends who did fish for MySpace passwords. Oh my they, God. they had one of their coding friends make a fake MySpace <laughs> page. But it was just so they could fuck around and like change captions on pictures. Or change like <laughs> backgrounds on MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> to just do just it was never a malicious thing. It was just like they'd be like, oh, man, love Dave Mustaine from Megadeth. That would be a caption of <laughs> it was just weird bullshit like that. Cool. Um, I have other notes. The vice principal kind of annoying, but, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. I like that did... they were all nice people. But, yeah. He, you know. In the beginning, he's like taking people's phones and he misses like six of them. I know. He right? just like misses them. And then he takes Simon's phone later. I'm like, what? He did after Simon was outed the next day. He was wearing a rainbow pen. Mm -hmm. um, but then he opened his mouth and started talking. You're like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why can't you just shut up? Be supportive. Because he talks to Simon. He's like, you know, when I said I see a lot of myself in you, it wasn't like that, Simon. It wasn't like that. You know, huh? It's like, shut up. Just don't say anything. Just right. be like, hey. I would have said, yeah, good. dude, you have made it clear you love to smash, okay? <laughs> Seriously, oh though. Because I have, like, I have written on my page that Martin's the worst, like, six times. Because he is. Uh, those, those moments where, like, people talk about... Uh, other people being gay around you when mm -hmm. like you're not out it's just like oh mm -hmm. simon and his dad talking about his dad talking about the bachelor the guy on the bachelor yeah. being gay um yeah i definitely wrote like, down like dad's insensitivities but yeah. also not really knowing but also just like being aware like yeah yo dad <laughs> some um, of these things though i did love the dad he was very of in course. touch with his feelings and very very attractive uh, oh my <laughs> god who is um, that's not Timothy Oliphant, is it? No, no it's, it's Josh, okay. Josh Dumel. Okay, they, I don't they know. That's very alike. similar to Timothy yeah. Oliphant. He's the one that's on um, Santa Clarita Diet. Yeah, with Drew Barrymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Simon is a Hufflepuff. Yeah, uh, Nina's a Ravenclaw. Mm -hmm. What are you? I have no idea. Oh my god! What? Find out soon what James is. You mean you don't know what you are? No. Huh. What what I, I, what do listeners think? Once he is? again, flabbergasted. Wait, what? Flabbergasted. What are you, Corwin? I'm a Hufflepuff. Oh, yeah, twinsies <laughs> like Simon Spears. Hufflepuff. Wait, where is it? A quick thing to do? You can do. You can't oh, do it gosh. on this podcast, but you can do it on um, the Pottermore website. Okay, which I think yeah. now is actually it, Wizarding World something something. I just kind of emailed it. They changed know. it all. Anyway, you can do it. Um, lots or of quizzes Buzzfeed out there. Has a quiz. Yeah, Buzzfeed has a real good quiz. Um, I laughed that Simon ran to the bathroom <laughs> to check his phone. Definitely had those moments where I'm like talking to someone and I have to go in private to check my phone to see if they've messaged back. Absolutely. That anxiety. Same. Gets that was to you. me and Nicole when we started talking online. I also wrote Miss Albright's the best because she honestly is the best. Uh, gotta get my tubes tied. <laughs> um, <laughs> why doesn't Simon take them home? I from school he brings them to school why doesn't he take them home at least abby because they, well, have... they have abby rehearsal? has rehearsal but abby doesn't but like leah and nick don't i guess nick has soccer practice maybe girl i don't know yeah i'm <laughs> like why does it why doesn't he take them home why doesn't he at least take abby home they get out of rehearsal together uh harry potter dreams definitely have had some uh daniel radcliffe dreams uh garrett is also hilarious he's the tall friend that doesn't mm -hmm. really like no one talks to him that much, but he's uh, Bram's friend. Mm -hmm. Through yeah, the, he the plays soccer I with all those guys. Love him. Yeah, his Olympic, uh, his Olympic Halloween, Halloween costume. costume. I'm like, oh, um, <laughs> just with those speedos. I'm just like, with oh, the speedo. Okay. And then there's the like when he's inviting people to the party. He's like, hey, little guy. <laughs> uh, I love him. I thought you were talking about the the tall kid. I'm not talking about Suresh. I'm okay. talking about the other guy. Um, and spray paints for Peyton. 
not huffing. You don't want to get good at that. Ah, <laughs> uh, beautiful line. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, Leah and Abby's interactions confuse me in the movie because mm-hmm. she's got a very like Leah has a very like queer vibe around her Abby interactions. So I could definitely see Simon being confused and thinking Leah is in love with someone else. Mm-hmm. Definitely not him. I would have thought Abby because yeah. like when she comes in with the Wonder Woman costume, <laughs> Leah just like there's a moment where she like sort of almost bites her lip and she's like, ooh. <laughs> I took that as her either want, wishing I wish I could be that attractive to turn heads or... Like, oh, I hope wh- uh, Simon isn't looking at her. I, I took that as, that's turning my head. Um, I, I took it as a little, like, she was slut-shaming. Oh, yeah. That's how and I, I took and it. And I but like, that's kind No, of- but, like, biting your lip is sort of, like, a sexual move, though. So, like, mm. there's, like, a moment where oh, she... Or it could be, like, mm, you're not pulling that off. No, it wasn't like that. Just hmm. watch, watch like her in the movie. Was she like, um, oh, jeez. Anytime like Abby. Definitely not that. <laughs> anytime Abby and like Leah interact or like you see that interaction, you're like, huh. And actually when I saw the movie, I was like, I was like, I can't really remember the book. I don't think that Leah is Yeah, so bi. Leah is, no. Um, Leah is jealous of Abby in the book. Yeah, yeah, I know that. And when I watched the movie, I couldn't remember that. Mm. And I was like, wait, are they going to make Leah like bisexual in this? I yeah. was legit confused. Yeah. I took it as more jealousy than, I never took it as, ooh, I'm, I'm getting saucy. <laughs> Oh, uh, I also love uh, drunk karaoke. Uh, I don't know why Bram is making out with a sexy minion. Doesn't make sense. Uh, Martin puking and being whiny and apologizing. I've definitely had people at parties like that. Mm. Um, and they're always the person that no one likes um, that is like that. It sucks. I was yeah. the sober kid no one liked. Uh, and the uh, another thing with Leah, like the queer stuff, I was like, whenever she's talking about, she's like, do you ever feel weird? Like you're always on the outside. I'm like, that's how I felt in high school. Right. And that was a gay thing. Yeah. That was, it was confusing. Um, and yeah, uh, I there's there's just so many things. Watch the movie. It's so good. It's so, so good. There's probably way more that I want to mention that I just don't remember and uh can't find in my notes so do one more thing do it um i made a point of writing this down of uh that moment when simon asks why do only gay people have to come out i, I yeah. really love that and the, the idea of coming out as straight and that Hilarious. whole scene you know with the different <laughs> families and the mom like oh, you get that from your daddy right. <laughs> i love that i love that idea like and and the book also keeps questioning too why is white and straight the default yeah um why is that always the default and so i just i really love that scene of like i think you know everybody ha- everybody should come out no matter what i'm like mom i'm straight mom. you know i just I, I thought that was really funny and the way that they did it um yeah yeah just to have that that opposite of what simon <laughs> is kind of going through yeah that that's uh, i think the movie did that really well mm-hmm. it was a beautiful moment uh this movie also has a lot of diversity in it mm-hmm. uh comparatively to our other ones could always use more presented stamped could always use more but yeah had a lot which yeah. was nice and i like that ethan was african-american and yeah gay, and i thought that was very beautiful very beautiful <laughs> i love him it's a very beautiful <laughs> movie i love him talking about those uh carrots and hummus <laughs> um all right yeah so nina um obviously yes you would recommend this movie question mark yeah absolutely. Yes. I, th- I have yes to me <laughs> yes to you okay i'm gonna say yes too and we gotta get out of here yeah. all right thank you so much for listening wait and my plug is yes. for sawbox theater collective that's my the theater company that i'm in i'm in the show Macbeth this year uh come see it you can get tickets online um, even if you can't come see it, buy tickets. Just, you know, buy tickets. It's a not-for-profit. It's great. There you go. So, yeah, come support us. All of that. Uh, links will be in the description, per usual, because uh, James is great at doing that. Uh, thank you, James, Copy for doing Copy-paste, links. baby. Uh, follow us at This Movie's Gay on Twitter and social media and stuff. Also, follow me on social media, at Core Winning. Do you have anything you would like to plug? 
Social no, media, good. Twitter. I Nina not is on good. that. Okay. <laughs> Nina is good. Hey guys, first thing, thank you very much to Steve F at Hit People Guy for donating twenty dollars for us to get an AC unit for the studio area. Yay. And guys, May thirtieth, it's Thursday. Uh, my new CD, King Kaiser X, it's out. It will be on MLMPod.com forward slash Marshland Monster. But if you want to check out my podcasts, such as Mostly Speaking Sentai, I'll Get There, or What the Hell Mouth, go to MLMPod.com and you can find links or just search those uh, wherever you're listening to this. Check them out. And that's all I've got. I've been James. I've been Corwin. I've been Nina. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. 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 I, I wanted you to go first because other times you will say, James, I don't know where you're starting. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. This has been a Marshland Media production, produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash mlmpod and sign up today.